Gosh, you've got to work hard on yourself. You know, get up and do your morning rituals in the morning so that you are ready. Like you get settled down, you get clear in your vision, clear in your, your purpose and your mission. In other words, how you're going to live out that purpose that day. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Remarkable CEO. I am Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. So we are in the midst of the perfect storm of crazy, aren't we? Man, what a year it's been. It's been peaking all year towards where we find ourselves right now. And man, it's the collision of three dysfunctional systems, isn't it, Pete? It's like we have got COVID-19 bearing down on us, the catastrophe associated with that, and all of the associated distractions. We have the in North, at least in North America, it's the back to school craziness and everything associated with that conversation. And then, of course, we have the election here in the United States as, you know, and all of its associated craziness and distractions. Man, what a time to be a leader. What an opportunity to flex our muscle of influence here. Man, it would be so easy for us to get sucked into the chaos and to get sucked into the commiseration and get sucked into conversations where we have no influence. Man, what an opportunity for us to just get pull everybody into the eye of the storm. Let our office become that place of peace, right? That sanctuary where people can come and have a sense of normalcy and clarity and certainty where we can stand in the center of the storm. We can stand in the eye of the storm and be that voice of calm and clarity and reason. And we can help our patients recognize that although the circumstances and the situations might be crazy, there might be scenarios that we are not happy about or thrilled about, whatever. There are places where we really are at effect and don't have a lot of influence and we could get pulled into the melee of the storm, but we can pull people into the eye of the storm with us and teach them exactly where they need to be focusing, which is where they have influence. What an opportunity as a CEO, what an opportunity as a leader to teach people that when you focus on places where you have influence, your influence grows. And when you focus on places where you don't have influence, that influence shrinks. I love the discussion about discipline and leadership. And, you know, this is a time in our careers and in history where we have a unique opportunity. And we had talked about this, you know, when we first encountered this and we unpacked the Phoenix plan. Uh, if, if some of you who are listeners to our podcast, first of all, we appreciate you. And uh, thanks so much for being a part of our, our awesome people who listen to this because I actually really enjoy listening as well. But I appreciate and we love getting the, the also the feedback as well. So thank you so much for being a part of this. And so many of you actually specifically thanked us for the Phoenix plan and the structure and the framework that that gave to you and to your team. And what I'm going to go ahead and say here is don't let dust collect on that Phoenix plan. You're going to want to remember what you did come, whether it was April, May, and June, where the three, the three stages of the Phoenix plan, if you remember, was stabilization. And it was stacking. So it's a stacking strategy. So it's stabilization, then reactivation, and mobilization. And so we, we were very specific and intentional about 
the three stage plan and the stacking of those and the 10 steps to deploy in each one. So if that's something that's new to you, just so you know, shoot us a message, but we've got the Phoenix plan as a actual resource for you. And it's an incredible resource. I know so many doctors who are, again, just so thankful and grateful that they had the resource and have the resource. And I've been sharing with some of my clients that you're going to need that now. Like it, it wasn't just for then and then is now, because like you said, we're still in this craziness. There's still this crazy time that we're living in. So leaders focus on where they have influence and their influence will grow. So where do you focus? So I'm going to turn us back to what we focused on when we were in the Pearl Harbor moment and it was the rubble and the dust was settling and it's like, what's going on? I'll tell you right now, we're still working through that. So the strategy of stabilization and the things that happen, the intention that goes into that, the planning, the preparing, the execution, the assessing of stabilization is still very much the priority right now. We need to continue to focus on stabilizing, which again is focusing ourselves, our team, and our people of where we do have influence. Very important. That's a stabilization conversation. It's about creating stability. And the stability comes because you have disciplined yourself. You've disciplined your mind. And one of the things, Doc, you and I talked about even before this podcast episode was the discipline not to commiserate. So it's not that I'm not aware of the conversation and what's happening around me and all of the different energy that's out there. It's actually a discipline to say, I'm going to focus though where I do have influence. I'm going to focus on what I know to be true. I'm going to focus on the message that I know I'm supposed to be saying. I'm going to focus on the people that I know I can serve. And that's where you're going to find peace, which is what happens in the eye of the storm, right? That's where you find it. And so, and guess who else is going to find it? Everyone that's around you, right? Everyone who you, you bring in. So as a CEO of your business, chief energy officer, the energy is going to come back to your focus. And again, determining what's important now, what's important next. Well, this is what's important now is that even in the midst of the craziness, this perfect storm, we have maintained our level of focus because we've disciplined ourselves to do it. Yeah, Dr. Pete, I'd love that you went back to the Phoenix plan, right? Because ultimately, this was a set of strategies that will absolutely be deployed over and over again throughout our career. So when you sense that there is some level of distraction or disruption going on, when there's some craziness going on, like we're, we're all sort of getting ready to flex that muscle again, right? So as a leader, you've got to have that in your tool belt, right? To understand that you've got to be ready to first when something happens, you've got to be ready to first shift into stabilization. The first step is just stabilize, stabilize yourself. Number one, as a leader, stabilize your team, stabilize your patient base, right? Like that's the first thing you do is cut your losses. Make sure you're not just hemorrhaging because of the chaos and the distraction associated with change, right? And then it's add reactivation. In other words, go back after those people that have been bumped out of the boat. And then of course, it's mobilization, which is on the other side of that thing, be the leader that steps back out into the community and says, hey guys, it's time to start growing again start to be getting back out and sharing this message to the outside world, right? So that Phoenix plan, if you want to learn more about that, we'll put a link somewhere in the show notes here below. If for those of you who have not heard of the Phoenix plan or don't have access to it, you're going to want to have this thing in your tool belt. So when we talk about this, you know, initially it was a really proactive 
you know, hey, we've got to make sure that we are responding and reacting to what was happening initially with the COVID crisis, which was directing the conversation and making sure that we're teaching people, you know, the reason why they are supposed to be in the office getting checked and getting adjusted. This is a place where you actually do have some influence in a time when it was, you know, it was nothing but chaos and confusion going on in that acute shock and awe moment, right? So this stabilization, really, I'm going to encourage everybody, is all about not participating in the conversation that's happening around. It's like literally like, don't get sucked into it. There's going to be all kinds of crazy conversation going on. You know, you know, the political charge and the, the emotional charge on the political scene right now is just incredible. Don't get pulled into that conversation. Now, listen, people are going to know where you, are, where you stand, right? So your brand is your stand, right? People know where you stand, but don't get pulled into such a polarizing dynamic in your practice, right? So that's not your battle, okay? Your battle is outside in versus inside out, period, okay? So take your position and make sure that you don't polarize your practice or yourself and your community based on political views, right? So regardless of which party is in charge, okay, there's some things that don't change and that's universal laws, like the way the body really heals and the body, the way the body really runs. And what I'm trying to do for you guys right now is model and tell you, like, this is what you should be talking about. And this is how you respond to those situations, right? Don't take the conversation down that path. Take the conversation towards a path where you have influence, right? Regardless of what party's in charge or what platform is, is being presented, what you know is what doesn't change is the universal law and our opportunity and responsibility under that law, right? So let's lean in right there and use that conversation. When they try to pull you into that conversation, just use you, your jujitsu, embrace it and turn it one degree and put that conversation on track where you actually have some influence in the moment, in that room, and don't move away from where you have influence, which is where your influence and your power contracts. So as a leader, you know, one of the things that we have on our scorecard as the CEO is that you're casting vision. And one of the things that we, we say is that we are pulled by our purpose and we are pushed by our mission. And so if you want to not be pulled by other influences, then you have to get very clear on your vision and get very clear on your purpose because that's what will pull you. And the clearer that you are on your vision, which is what does success look like for me? What is most important to our business? And the vision really asks that question. What does success look like to us? What is most important is what our core values answer. And so when we say we're pulled by our purpose, really you're talking about something that's bigger than a situation or a circumstance. Because just because, I mean, you can go through your whole career up to this point, just because things have happened, your purpose is bigger than the situation and circumstances. Because purpose is in, from within, right? It's above, down, inside, out. So it pulls you from within. So we're pulled by our purpose, which lives within us. It's the, beat, the thing that's beating your heart, right? It's, it's what BJ talks about. It, you know, it's that, that thing that you have been entrusted with that is yours, that you, it just pulls you to your destiny, right? And that's what we're holding on to right now. So we, so I don't know what your best practices are, but for me, 
the daily huddle, the weekly team meetings, the weekly team trainings, the, the monthly meetings. This is a really important time during these next few months to be pulling out as a CEO and visionary and taking time to go at the heart of why we do what we do. We teach it's heart, head, hands, feet. Let's not forget the heart during this chapter in this season that we're, we're journeying through right now. It's very important that you keep your heart, you, you keep focus and your whole team focus on the heart of the matter, which is the purpose, why we exist. And, you know, in the remarkable practice, our heart is to restore health. And I believe that as a chiropractor in your business, your purpose in your business and your community is to restore health, to restore the health of your community. And so the purpose of why your business exists needs to be the thing that pulls you, especially now. Your mission, which is what you actually are doing, that needs to be pushing you during this time. And so best practices is get back to your vision, get back to your purpose, get clear on your mission. If you're not clear, get clearer on that and bring the mission and vision and purpose back into your daily and weekly disciplines of meeting with your team and training with your team and bring that to the forefront. This is a best practice that we have to, in many ways, micromanage. We, we said during wartime, right? It becomes more about tactics. I'm, I know I'm getting a little tactical on this, but it's got to become very tactical during this time because of everything else that's going to be going on around you. You have to be intentional and you have to be intentional with your team because what happens is, is even if you have the discipline I've had a couple of phone calls with some you know, CEOs, and this has been a challenge right now. Even if you've been disciplined and you've maintained your focus, you're finding that the distraction factor has really started to sink the ship of your team members. So it's important that you keep your team members in the boat, and then you do the same for the patients. So this is, this is big. So the purpose, mission, and vision is so important to be anchoring us during this time. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, it's such an important point, Pete, that we pull our our team into this conversation, right? So, Docs, you've got to work hard on yourself. You know, get up and do your morning rituals in the morning so that you are ready. Like you get settled down, you get clear in your vision, clear in your your purpose and your mission. In other words, how you're going to live out that purpose that day. So that by the time you get to the office, you are ready to lead that team of people that will lead to that community of patients, right? So you've got to bring your team into this conversation. Do not let that be a gap. You've got to address it because they're human beings just like we are. They're out in the world just like we are. They are part of this perfect storm of crazy as well. Their families are as well, right? So remember, your job is to be the person that shows up with the certainty and the 
conviction and the clarity that they're going to need. You need to speak that into your team and you've got to address this with them and you've got to get practical with them as well. You got to tell them, listen, people are going to come in. They're going to try to suck you into the conversation. Let's train on how to redirect. It's not about being robotic. It's not about being impersonal or not connecting with your people. It's the opposite of that. It's being really empathetic with people and actually being a solution a source of peace and a solution. Give them some direction. Give them some strategies. Give them some some practical application. Start doing this. Stop doing that. We've got to be able to empower our people. So we've got to empower our team to empower our people, right? So don't just tell them, listen, don't talk about politics. Don't talk about COVID anymore. Don't talk about back to school. You can't just do that to them. You've got to, what I, I call it displacement. You have to displace one thing with another, right? So say, listen, when they start talking about this, you want to redirect it here and bring it to this place where we have some influence and give them that language. And guys, train them on it. Here's what we know. Your attraction is the reflection of your certainty, your certainty and your team's certainty. And your certainty builds when you talk about what you know about. So one of the most important things you can ever say, doctors, team members, is I don't know. <laughs> That's one of my favorite expressions. I don't know. You know, I, I can tell you, we'd see 350 people a day in our practice. Think about that. We'd start at 6.45 in the morning, go to 6.45 at night. My number one expression that I would say is, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows. But what I do know is, and I would redirect it towards something that I stood on freaking granite. I had such certainty around it. The person was like, thank you. That's what I needed right now. I felt like I was unanchored. I felt like I was drifting around and going from one opinion to another, from one expert to another, from one contradiction to another, right? And next thing you know, I ran into you, Doc, and it was like I could feel the granite under your feet. I could hear it in your voice. I could see it in your eyes. And I don't know if I understand what you just said or even if I, if I believe you, but I know that you do. And that's enough for me right now. I need something to hold on to, right? So you've got to show up and your team has got to show up with a level of certainty that people can lean against you and they can push off of you and your granite belief. Man, this is so deep, Doc. I feel like you just liberated some of the, our listeners today. How many of you have said, I don't know, recently? I know that for me, that's not an easy one but it's the truth. And I think right now, and that's not a cop-out, Doc. It's an actual fact. And it's a, it's a source of focus because what you do know is where you're going to end up. So Doc, I mean, I just want you to feel the liberty right now and even your team to be able to say, get really good at saying, I don't know about that. And I don't know if anyone knows, but what I do know is, and then you fill in the blank. And here's what I would encourage you to do. And this is something I've been sharing with a lot of the docs I've been, that I work with is I think right now it's really important that we set the tone for the conversation. So if this is not something you've done, I know I'm, I'm getting tactical, but if this is not something you've done recently, then I highly recommend that you start writing to your people. One of the best practices that I had in practice, and I still do this every single week now, is I write a blog, I write a, I write a message to my people. Right now, I do it through what we call the, the mindset moments. It's a weekly just moment, get, get our mindsets right and set. And it's just really important. That's something that I've done you know, for a decade and a half now, weekly. And it's, it's, a, it's a best practice. But I'll tell you, if, if anything right now that you can do for your patients is release to them a message of the week and set the tone for the conversation for the week. This way, it's very relevant 
it's always timely and it's very personal and it means something. And it also really helps your team. So what I found is my newsletters every week were really foundational and gra- they grounded the team because the team knew the narrative. They knew the conversation of the week and they knew that it was a conversation to really help steer the patients to make sure they're continuing to head in the right direction. Because when they leave our office, you know, they are immediately thrust into all the energy outside of our office. So we wanted to be able to set the tone every week on the conversation that we were having. So I would encourage you, as far as a discipline of best practices, consider adding this into a strategy is start writing to your, to your patients. And I actually think it's really important to actually write. I think it's important to write it down. There's something that happens when you actually organize it in the written word and you document it. You can also share it on your Facebook pages and, and post it and do videos and blogs, stuff like that. I think that's awesome. That's working smart, right? Take one thing and use it in many ways. But I do think that there's value in writing and having that message being put out to your people, whether it's through your hot seat TVs or it's on whiteboards or it's newsletters that are literally written that you can hand out or it's in an email that goes out. However, you distribute this through your platforms, getting the message out because if you know what this guy is here, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, I'm holding up a, a buffalo here in the screen. I keep this on my desk because I always want to remember how buffalo acts and Doc, Doc's holding up his buffalo. You know, when a storm comes across in the United States, the Midwest, and these storms, a lot of times they'll just pop up, right? Kind of out of nowhere. They can come quickly. But the story goes like this in the Midwest that, so there's a lot of cattle out in the Midwest and these big fields. And because there's a lot of flat ground, you know, storms pick up a ton of energy. They come across some sweeping across the cattle. They, when a storm is coming and brewing and then coming across, the cattle actually run away from the storm, which actually, if you think about that, when, when the storm comes and you're running away from it, you actually maximize the amount of time that you spend in the storm. What the buffalo does, though, is very different. So when a buffalo, the storm is coming, the buffalo actually charges at the storm. When you think about that, it actually minimizes the amount of time they spend in the storm. And so the the question is for you today is, how are you going to be the buffalo during this season of craziness? How are you going to charge at the storm? Who are you going to become? The leader asks the question, who do I need to become? So who do you need to become? Who do I need to become? Who do we need to be during this time? And I would encourage us to think about how we can be more like the buffalo, how we can be more proactive. We can be more determined. We can be more decisive. We can be more clear, more certain, more confident, especially round two, right? This is a sequel. So how can we become... What did we learn from round one, April, May, June of this year that we can apply to September, October, November of this year? What can we learn? What did we learn that we can apply now? Be really mindful and thoughtful about that because I believe that your people, the community that you serve, your team, they need you. Such good direction, Dr. Pete. I love the recommendation around sitting down to write, right? Because so many of these situations, you know, they can catch you on your heels. You know, people ask you questions. I call it the questions that own you, the question that makes you cringe. You know, when people ask you, it's like, oh, you know, you know, the questions that are coming, <laughs> you know, the questions like around the COVID, what we faced with, you know, I, I don't want to come up because I don't want to get exposed. I don't want to get infected. That's the, you better be prepared for that question. 
right? So we're going to have questions about what's going to change with political situation. What, what questions can you prepare yourself for? Right. So what, what about, you know, what's coming down the pike with vaccination? You know, are you prepared for those questions? Are you, you should be using some foresight right now and preparing for those, those crucial conversations, this kid's situation, going back to school, they're facing that right now. I mean, I have children, Pete, you've got a gaggle of children. We're like trying to figure out how to get our kids back into school. Right. So there you're, these, these are really emotionally charged, heated conversations with, with just stacks of experts and conflicting opinions on either side of the argument right now. It's really divisive, right? Our country is like so divided right now around this. It's like, what is your stand on this? What are your positions on this? And how are you going to handle those difficult conversations? You know, so ultimately the expression of, I don't know, and I don't think anyone knows, right? To, to have that as your pivot, to take a breath right? So you don't have to make anybody wrong to make you right. And to be able to say when it, you know, when they ask you about this kid situation, you've got to be able to have a response to that as a leader in your community. And to say, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows because they're asking about what about kids and safety and masks. You could quickly just run right into the data and argue is like, you know, it's all, it's just this and it's just that. And, you know, it's just a political thing and it's all the student, it's a teacher's union and it's a money thing. And they're just trying to, you know, you don't go there, right? Just go to a place where you stand on granite and you say, what I do know is that children need community. And I know that my kids, like your kids, need to see smiles when they're meeting a new child for the first time. They need to see their teacher's expression in their faces. And they need to play and run and laugh and touch. And they need to be around other children. They need to have joy and they need to enjoy learning. They need to be in an environment that fosters confidence and not fear. They need, these are the things that are essential nutrients, required nutrients, and no one can argue with that. So find that place where you can say, I don't know. But what I do know is, and then fill in the blank with where you stand on granite. And say, and so we need to figure this out and leave that in a place where the patients know where you stand, your community knows where you stand, and they are looking to you for some level of certainty and conviction and clarity, and whoever has the most wins, and they'll follow you. All right, gang, this has been just such a great conversation around leading in the eye of the storm, in this collision of dysfunctional systems, this perfect storm of crazy your community needs you to be a remarkable leader. So just we, we just want to recognize you and we want to thank you in advance. If this message has been helpful to you, we'd love to hear about it. If you know that there's somebody else, some other Cairo out there that's struggling who needs to hear this message, man, bless them by sharing this message with them. If you put these things in place, we'd love to hear the story. We'd love to hear the comments and the remarks. Please double back and share that with us. Until then, until the next time we're together, God bless you guys and have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.